The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. He washed my sins away. Greetings. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. When Jesus washed our sins away, he taught us how to fight, to war, to be victorious, watch and pray. The seven churches of God, the eternal, the eternal plan of God for the last 2,000 years. We're going to talk about these seven lampstands. We're also going to talk today about, because we're in the end of the world, what happened 2,000 years ago is going to happen again presently. And in... Acts chapter 2, verse 17, God said, In the last days, which were those days 2,000 years ago, but referring to our present time, God says, In the last days, I will pour out my Spirit on the people, humanity, your sons and your daughters, will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. At that time I will pour out my spirit also on my male servants, my female servants, they will prophesy. 
I will show miracles, marvels in the sky above or the heavens above and signs and miracles on the earth below, blood, fire, and thick billowing clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and be turned, it, turned into darkness. The moon, red as blood, before the overwhelming great and glorious day of the Lord, it will come. Then anyone who calls on my name, on the Lord, shall be saved. We are in those last days. We are in the final ten-year period before Christ returns a second time. This is my view, and this is the view that I present, uh, have been presenting. I will continue to present this because I am convicted, I am persuaded, that what we're seeing in the world today, the events that we see, the the uh, news that is coming out presently is our signs indicating, telling us that we are in the years prior to Christ's return to His second coming. The Jewish people uh, in Israel, they have been temporarily blinded. They missed Messiah when He came the first time. But they will not miss him the second time. He is going to make it clear, evident, known to the Jewish people in the world presently that their Messiah and the coming kingdom that they have waited for is near. We in the body of Christ, we have experienced the eternal kingdom already. Uh, the Seven year, the, the, the uh, millennial reign of Christ is not here yet, but we have experienced the power of that kingdom through Jesus Christ. For 2,000 years, the body of Christ has performed the miracles, presented Christ to the world, and in the days now in which we live, the seven churches of God will do more than before. We're going to discuss the seven churches of God. There's uh, still, even today, a great misunderstanding as to what happened in church history and how these seven churches have existed during this last 2,000-year period of time. Before I get into that, I want to just mention that in the times in which we live now, God is speaking very clearly to His children. And He's not communicating on one frequency. He is communicating to all of His children that are born again in various frequencies or various ways. And... Um, I'm going to mention these to you. He does speak in dreams. He does speak in visions. With signs. With strange wonders. He does 
that we're in a time now of uh, angel- angelic activity, but but we have to be careful. In my years, through the last twenty plus years, longer, there's been a focus on angels. They do exist, but in the angelic world, there are two types of angels: holy and unholy. And God allows, He reveals Himself through angelic activity. But we have to be careful. And this is in the Pentecostal world, charismatic world, in the world where many of the children of God, they are very excited about angelic activity and signs and wonders. You have to have a sound a, a uh, base in the scripture so that you don't uh, so that you're not deceived so that you you have to have discernment so that you know what angels are active around you there are demons there are fallen angels there are the holy angels of god without discernment without knowledge of the word without a sensitivity to the holy spirit without being uh having a base spiritually with the experiences that god gives his children to know him through his spirit you're going to be deceived and many many christians in the pentecostal slash charismatic the world that Catholics, it doesn't matter what churches you're in. When you begin to focus on angels, and yes, even in the churches, there are Christians that even pray that the angels do this, the angels do that. They even pray to the angels to perform whatever request they may have. No, that is danger. That is very, very dangerous. We are to pray directly to the Lord. We are to beseech God and then request God send the angels. We do not command the angels. Not yet. We're going to replace the angels in the future. But presently, we need to be very careful not to think that we can tell the angels do this, do that. No. That'll get you in trouble. I I warn many in the Pentecostal world, many, many, many Christians are I think they have the right to tell the angels what to do. Be careful. You we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit to send his angels to fight on our behalf to protect us, to keep us, to keep our children. But no, we ask the Lord, we ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, protect us, send your angels your way. There is a lot of an- there, there, angelic activity. The fallen angels want to mas- masquerade as holy angels. So in that world... I caution Christians, be very careful. With dreams, God does speak to us in dreams. 
He does. But with every dream that you have, remember, you better have the discernment to know whether or not the dream is from heaven or almost heaven. Because the fallen angels and the devil will also give you dreams that seem to be so real, but they're not of God. Visions, the same with visions. They have to be tested. God does speak to us through these, in these ways. Dreams, visions, signs, wonders. Be careful in the angelic world. I know some of the Christian prophetic girls, women, in the past are very, very susceptible to being deceived by the spirits. Very susceptible. I, uh, my wife and I were with group a group years ago, and many of the prophetic women are no longer following the Lord. They have been deceived and dismayed, and now they're just basically living their lives. And women because of their sensitivity to that world, are the ones that are most easily deceived. This is why uh, the New Age movement is so powerful, because of the women in the New Age movement. These women are very, very sensitive to angelic, to spiritual activity. Christian women need to be very, very careful. And men, everyone. So God does speak, you know, in these ways. He also, he, He'll speak to you and give you a word. And with what God speaks to you, you have to test it. Because also, we can have that other kingdom speak to us, and it says uh, in the Proverbs that there are many devices in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord that will stand. We, have, we are influenced mentally by many, many things, by our own thoughts, by our own dreams, by our own wishes or desires, and we need God's counsel, and we go a direction, and then later on down the road, we realize, whoa, that wasn't the Lord. And we've spent a year or two or five going a direction that wasn't the Holy Spirit. We have to really pray. And then we have to have a sensitivity to the moving of the Holy Spirit. And we have to allow God to be sovereign. We have to allow Him to, to uh, as, a, as believers, we have to remember no accidents with God. God is sovereign. And we do have to uh, allow Him to arrange things that maybe we're not too happy with. I'll give you an example. In 1991, it was in January, I was baptized. I had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was born again in 1971. Twenty years later, I have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But in 1971, in January, I am born again. 
I'm born again one night. Then two and a half years later, I uh, am baptized in water. So I've had two of the great experiences. The first experience, you must be born again. Anything else, baptism of anything, water baptism, baptism of the Holy Spirit, if you're not born again, the baptism in water is meaningless. Baptism of the Holy Spirit is probably devils and demons. But you must be initially born again. Then, you should obey what the Scripture says, to be water baptized. So all your sins and the power of your past sins is broken. Then, at some point, uh, you should be baptized, have the baptism of the Holy Spirit on your mind for spiritual warfare. Each one of these experiences was... I didn't have, I didn't have them all at one time. I have a clear experience of each. I know what being born again is. I was very clear about that. Then when I was water baptized, I know the power of water baptism. I know what it does. I know what it did. I know the uh, power, what happened the night that I was baptized in the Spirit. I'll add another Christian uh, discipline, consecration. On the night that I was water baptized, I consecrated my life to Christ. I said, I've had the first 25 years of my life, I give you the rest. I consecrated myself to Him. I put myself in His hands that He will do what He wants to do with my life. Up to that time, I did what I wanted. But I, that night, I gave my life to Him to take me the direction that He felt was best for His kingdom, for His purpose, and for my life and my future. Then, in 1991, I was baptized in January with the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Longmont, Colorado. And that baptism of the Holy Spirit was very, very real. That even that very night, things began to happen supernaturally, which you could see, say, were signs or wonders. Things happened supernaturally that experiences I had never had before. The, I had received the baptism and the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> now, one of the things that happened in the spring is the Lord. I had uh, the, the Lord speaks to us, and as we experience the Lord, as we experience Him working with us by His Spirit, and one of the best ways to be trained is to pray. Prayer. If you're praying in the soul. It's God's responsibility to show you that you're praying in the soul. The Word of God is living and operating and sharper than a two-edged sword to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Don't pray in the soul. Pray in the spirit. And the Holy Spirit, through prayer, 
will teach you when your prayers are reaching Him or when they're not reaching Him. If you're praying for selfish purposes, those prayers are going to come out of your mouth and fall right to the ground. They're not going to ascend and reach heaven. And this is a, a, a discipline. You have to learn how to pray fervently. And if you don't get your request answered, you have to pray again. Pray again. You have to follow through till you get an answer. Or you pray until you realize that your motives are not in line with God's purpose then those prayers will go nowhere. But if you know that you're praying according to God's will, you be, you continue till you break through. And once you break through, you will have peace. You will have the heavens opened. You will know that you have, that God has heard your prayers. But He trains us that way. He trains us to be persistent. We have not, because we ask not, and then we ask amiss, or we don't we don't follow through. Well, I had a I had this thought, and I thought it was my own mind. But I had the thought, and here's what the thought was. I am going to position you in geosynchronized orbit. That was the thought, or the word. And later I found out that it wasn't just a thought that I had, but it was an actual word of God. To me, God was actually speaking something to me, and what he was saying is, I am going to position you in, in geosynchronized orbit. I don't think I had ever heard that term before. I have thought about it over the years. I don't remember reading anything that used that terminology. So I thought about it, and I thought, that's interesting. Geosynchronized orbit. And the Lord gave me a, just a, an understanding. Here's the way He spoke it to me. Again, I may have read it. I don't know. In space, the military has put these satellites and they're in orbit. And some of them go around the world. They actually, you know, it takes them maybe six hours to go take one revolution around the Earth. Others sit stationary. They're out maybe 25 miles. And as the Earth rotates, they stay right in that orbit, right above a city, for example. Above Denver, Colorado. And as the Earth turns that satellite stays right there. Well, sometimes that, that satellite may come, uh, uh, it, it has a, an exact position that is, it is, it's a communication satellite, for example. And it has to sit in an exact position. Well, it may stray 40 feet out or 40 feet toward the earth or left or right. Well, once it strays from that perfect position, it, it begins to get, uh, it's not, the communication is interrupted. So they have to re, 
position it. So I had that thought, and I'm thinking, well, okay. And the Lord told me, I'm going to position you perfectly where you need to be for my purpose. And I'm going to do that for all of my children that are serving me wholeheartedly or half-heartedly. I'm going to position them. And they are going to, I'm going to use them in that position. But you're going to be positioned perfectly in my will. And geosynchronized orbit. Well, I understood that. So with that, I know that in my future, no matter where I was, I know that God's word was good. That I was positioned exactly where God wanted me to be positioned. Like right example, right now sitting behind this microphone. I have been positioned perfectly in God's geosynchronized orbit. You also, if you're listening, you have also been positioned in geosynchronized orbit to be here listening. Now, we're going to go to a break. I'll be back. We'll continue. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Program. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Hey guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo Knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today or pick one up at RevoKnives.com. This is Bob Cameron with Waterworks. Call or text 303-888-8891. It may not be obvious, but all water has impurities. Yes, your water has impurities. At Waterworks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today to schedule your free water analysis. 303-888-8891. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, 
No boiler room sales calls. No high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Okay, we're continuing. Now, uh, the contact information is... Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. I'm sorry, 80502. You can't put 1 or 80502. Either one. And podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree program. Going back to geosynchronized orbit. The Lord told me, I'm going to put you in geosynchronized orbit, perfect, perfect orbit in my plan. And God is going to do this also, and has done this also with you, and will continue to do this with all of you. Those that are drawing nigh to the Lord, those that are drawing near, are always positioned perfectly by God for many different reasons. One very important reason is God is he your teacher he must train you he must train you to walk a holy and godly life he trains you to be effective in the little world in which you travel he uh, trains you for your future uh, usefulness to him and your present and future because we every day we become more useful. You were useful to the Lord yesterday. You will be more useful to Him today. If you're drawing near to Him. You will be more useful, more valuable tomorrow. Next week, next month, next year. Because God, as He visits you, He teaches you who He is as God the Father. He teaches you who He is as God the Son and as God the Holy Spirit. And He teaches you His perfect plan and will for you. It's important to you. It's important to Him. Uh, It gives you joy. And it also, as you know His will, it will protect you. Geosynchronized orbit. Well, it just so happened that summer we have a family reunion, and uh, one of the family members had a friend that was up here from Kansas, and uh, I was visiting with the family member, telling them about what I just told you. And this young man, he was uh, maybe three, four years, five years younger than myself. He was listening to my conversation as I was talking to the family member about geosynchronized orbit. And finally, he, he just listened, didn't say anything. 
And then he asked me, he said, where did you, how do you know all this? I said, well, I don't know. He goes, where did you get that terminology? I said, I don't know. I said, uh, he was a Christian, he was a brother. I said, I don't know, the Lord just told me that he's going to position me in geosynchronized orbit. And he said, well, where did you read that? And I said, I don't, I don't think I read it. I just, I don't know where it came from, just I had that term. And I understood that the satellites in outer space are set in a perfect position, and if they stray from that position, it interferes with communication. And he just, he said, I work for the military, and I work in the military base in Kansas, and my job is to keep those satellites positioned perfectly. And if they're out of position, I have a way to put them back in perfect position. And I, I couldn't believe it. He said, that is top secret. That is top secret information. How did you get that information? I said, I don't know. Just the Holy Spirit. He said, if they stray 40 feet too far out or beyond, 60 feet, I think he said, or 60 feet too close to the earth, or if they stray out of that position, it interferes with the uh, military communication system. So he was really shocked. Well, I'm saying to this audience, to you believers, you need to know that as you desire to be part of and to follow the Lord, as you desire to be effective, to be protected, you will be positioned in exactly the position that God wants you to be in. And in that position, you will be the most useful. If you stray from that position, well, we trust God that He will move you back to where you need to be. Um, if you're planning to make a move to another area of the country, and if you are going to move yourself out of the position where God wants you to be, well, somehow, if you're truly serving the Lord, desiring His will, if His will is important to you, then He will make it clear to you that you are leaving His plan and you're moving to an area where you're not going to uh, be in perfect position. He'll move you back. We trust God. So that's geosynchronized orbit. And now of all times, this is where Christians need to be positioned perfectly in their relationship with the Lord. And the in the body of Christ in uh Matthew 16. Christ said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. There's a, quite a bit of talk about the ecclesia of God. There's uh, some misunderstanding. The whole family of God <clears throat> is not 
necessarily the ecclesia. The ecclesia is the portion of the family of God that um, are the overcomers. Are the is the part of the family that is desiring to be faithful to God, to seek God, to um, obey God. This is the ecclesia. I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now. Paul, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, he talks about a great falling away at the end of the world. And the great falling away is in process. So, in the family of God, you have those that are falling away, those that are not falling away. So, my question is, are those that are falling away, are they the ecclesia? Are they the ones that the gates of hell will not prevail against? No. That part of the family of God, they are being prevailed upon. The kingdom of darkness, they have no power over the strategies or the power of the kingdom of darkness. They have no power. So what Christ was saying is the gates of hell will not prevail against this portion, these members of the body of Christ. The balance of the body of Christ is deceived, ineffective, dysfunctional, not a factor overall in the plan of God. They bear no fruit. They are, for the most part, um, I don't want to say useless. Everybody in the family of God is has some uh, value. But they are just ineffective. There are those that are the those who the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of darkness does not prevail against them. This is the army, the, the faithful army of Christ. The others are the victims. They're the ones that have, like it to the church of Laodicea. You're lukewarm. You say, you're, you say that you have, you know, you're rich increased with goods. You say that you have need of nothing. Uh, You feel that you have all things, that you have all knowledge of Christ and His eternal plan, but you're wretched, miserable, naked. You're ineffective, and I'm going to vomit you out. Now, is Christ going to vomit out the faithful ecclesia? No. These are the overcomers. These are the ones that are victorious. These are the ones that are moving forward in their relationship with Christ, maturing, 
uh, gaining greater knowledge of God and who He is as, as God that are seeking to be geosynchronized in, in ge- uh, positioned in geosynchronized orbit so they can be the most effective and bring and be a, a great honor to God and to the kingdom of heaven. So in these seven churches, in Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3, this, in these churches, in these assemblies, each one has a different personality. Each one has a different purpose. Each lampstand has a specific purpose, has a, a way to influence and affect the people of the world, each differently, each vital, each important. But in each assembly, there are those that have, that have all the psychological conditions, the sins of the flesh. They're dysfunctional. But in all seven of these lampstands, you have the overcomers. Those who get the victories daily and weekly, monthly, yearly. If there was a time uh, for... The children of God, <clears throat> excuse me, there was the time to draw near to Christ. This is it. Two weeks ago, I told you about the children of Israel when they left Canaan and through Joseph being in Egypt when the famine came, they eventually would move into Egypt. Pharaoh gave Goshen to Joseph so that his family could come with their herds or flocks and their children and move into that area. And I told you, Goshen has a meaning. It means to draw near. Draw near. It has a second thought. Showers. Like showers. Like a land being showered. Um... This is where we believers, there is no place. Christ said he had no place to lay his head. The birds, they have nests, but he didn't have a place to lay his head. We believers, presently, we have to realize that in that same principle, this earth, this world, is, is, is hostile toward us. But we have a, a Goshen. As we draw near to Christ, we put ourselves in His hand, in the palm of His hand. This is our Goshen, to be in the palm, in the hand of God. Our, our in reality, yes, we have physical places where we dwell. But spiritually, we are in God's hand. And in God's hand, we are protected. In God's hand, we are provided for. In God's hand, uh, we need, we are given the blessings and the assistance that we need in our lifetime, in our days. And also in God's hand, there is a shower, a rain that descends from God's throne. 
His Holy Spirit. His Spirit is upon us. We're being rained upon all day long. We have to believe that. And like at the beginning of the program, God is speaking to us in many, many, many different frequencies. Many frequencies. It is our duty to learn how God is speaking to us. So we can know what He is saying, what, where He is leading us. How do we know how the Holy Spirit is speaking to us? In what frequencies? Simply, you have to pray. You have to pray and ask God, Lord, I listen to you on two or three frequencies. You're speaking more in a hundred frequencies, but I can't hear you. Help me to know what you're saying. God speaks to me that one day. He uh, just spoke to me. I'm going to position you in geosynchronized orbit. Well, when God speaks, you have to have the ability to hear His Word. Hear what He's speaking. I thought it was just my thought. I thought, well, that's interesting, geosynchronized orbit. But then I realized through investigation, through discernment, and through consideration, I realized, no, that wasn't me thinking something. It was the Holy Spirit. But I have to have the discernment to know that it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And then, later on, once you hear His voice, you begin to hear His voice more clearly in the future. And then when He speaks something to you, then you have to have the discernment and investigate so that you know what He is saying. You have to interpret that word. You have to interpret, okay, geosynchronized orbit, what does that mean? It, to me, it meant God was saying, I'm going to position you perfectly in the future so that you are positioned perfectly for my will so you will be the most useful, the most effective, the most profitable. Then you have to interpret that thought and what God is speaking to you. This is a, I use the term, it's a discipline. It is a way in which God trains us. He's speaking to you, all of you presently. He's speaking to you. But what is he speaking? What is the interpretation? And also, you have to have the discernment. Is it God? Or is it the God of this world? Or is it yourself? This is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Okay, we're going to be back in just a few minutes. The present, I'm sorry, Olive Tree Ministry, Rick Rodriguez. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis
Tactical Civics is a private member organization with a mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. The Center for Medicare and Medicaid is cracking down on call centers due to a 150% increase in complaints they had last year due to pitchmen like Joe Namath, Captain Kirk, and Jimmy J.J. Walker. These guys will not be your advocates if you change your plan with them. Please call me first, 970-515-6882. I do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information I provide is limited to those plans I do offer. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom. Go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams. All right, that's the end of the first hour and my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. During the week, I host the Present Truth Program 2 to 3 daily, Monday through Friday. And podcasts are also on, for both these programs and the other programs, are 1360khnc.com. My programs are streamed live at all times, along with all the other hosts uh, that are live. Thank you, those that support me financially. I really appreciate your financial support. Thank you. Those that pray for me, thank you. I do need prayer even more now than before. Uh, So I do covet, I do desire your prayers. Please pray in the spirit, not in the soul. Do not pray in the flesh. Pray in spirit that uh, whatever the Holy Spirit uh, requests, you pray as he leads you. But I thank you for your prayers. It is important to for Christians to know 
all the different frequencies that God speaks to us on. Uh, doesn't matter our age. God is always speaking to His children. He, that's what He does. And when He speaks to us, I believe He is always speaking in a melody. He is always, always uh, talking to us with music, with, with uh, what He is. And uh, He's singing to us in a song. Moses, when he uh, gave his final address to the children of Israel, God sang to them through Moses. It was a song, and it was a song is called the Song of Moses. In the time in which we are in, God is speaking to us also, and He is giving us a new song, a new song to sing, a new way in which to glorify Him, to honor Him, to, uh, to enjoy Him. At the, in this time in which we are in, even though it's going to be very difficult, still, God is going to be glorified in these years to come like He's never been glorified before. He is going to present Himself to the world in a, an extremely powerful, terrifying way. To we Christians, to we believers, it will be in a magnificent way will help us to be full of hope, full of hope. We will have hope like we've never had before. To the world, they will tremble. The world will be in torment. Uh, they will be, there will true be anxiousness and anxiety upon the world. We're moving into that time. But we believers, God will pour His Holy Spirit upon us and He will encourage us. He will give us greater direction and He will greater protection, direction, everything, all of the riches of Christ are, are beginning and have, be, uh, have begun to fall upon His children. The riches are going to increase. We'll be back for hour two in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. There's been a lot of talk about rising anti-Semitism lately, and more people have been appearing to sympathize with the Nazis. The latest, a Southern Colorado school board member. The woman is Ivy Lou on the board of Falcon School District 49, just north of Colorado Springs. She recently quoted Adolf Hitler in a Facebook post, saying in these words, he alone who owns the youth owns the future. Back in the 1940s, those words were attached to Hitler's plan to encourage young people's involvement with the Nazi party. Lou's post goes on to claim she was opposing non-existent critical race theory. She tried to explain her use of the quote to Colorado Springs TV station KRDO. Part of his success and also strategy is to 
train up young people to adopt the ideologies, which is very horrible. There was nothing you could not say that I was trying to glorify Hitler. The next line said this, parents get involved and fight like your children's lives depend on it because it does. Lou claims to be opposed to CRT, but that's not taught in any school in this country and so-called social-emotional learning. In a statement, District 49's board president, John Graham, called Lou's use of Hitler's words wholly unacceptable. Some migrants fleeing their home countries can now call Colorado home. Denver welcomed a busload of people Friday seeking asylum from various nations. They came after fleeing Cuba, Nicaragua, Colombia, and Ecuador, and they came to the state in coordination with nonprofit groups in Denver and El Paso, Texas. The Denver Welcome Center organization says it's been expecting and preparing for the new migrants since September. Through the city and county of Denver, they were able to set up a temporary shelter for the group. The new arrivals expected to resettle in places like Silverthorne, Loveland, Longmont, and others. Six of those families will be looking to stay in Colorado. In sports, remember, along with the fact it's now an hour earlier than it was Saturday at this time, there's no Broncos game today. They're on a bye week. The Orange and Blue are back in action next Sunday, visiting the Titans in Nashville. Lots of college football Saturday. Ed McCaffrey's UNC Bears sank to 2-7 and seven on the season, getting belted by Portland State 35-21. to 21. The Ore Diggers are the School of Mines, now 8-2 and two on the season, blasting New Mexico Highlands 54-16. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Becco's new line of dishwashers feature corner intents, the first sprayer that cleans all the way to the corners. Becco achieves this performance using 50% less water and 25% less energy than U.S. standards for dishwashers, which is why when you choose Becco, you not only get cleaner dishes, but you're making the planet cleaner too. Save energy and money with gift card rebates up to $200 on eligible models until December 31st. Visit Becco.com for more details. That's B-E-K-O.com. Who says there are only 12 days of Christmas? At Gaylord Rockies, we celebrate for 45 days. That's 45 days of snow tubing, ice skating, snowball making, gingerbread decorating, and more. And ice is back. Featuring scenes from a Charlie Brown Christmas carved into larger-than-life sculptures and thrilling slides made entirely of ice. It's all part of so much Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Get your tickets and packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. Hey folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. 
The PE Gun Show, November 12th and 13th, will feature firearms giveaways both Saturday and Sunday. Show location is the new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center at the Greeley Mall. With food all weekend, CCW classes, and daily firearms drawings, it makes a perfect way to spend the day. For more details, see PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. Brother Love's Traveling Salvation Show, <clears throat> Neil Diamond. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. In the first hour, I was discussing dreams, visions, signs, wonders, angels, God speaking to us. God does speak to us. We need to hear His voice. Prayer. Prayer is the best discipline to learn to hear what the Holy Spirit is telling you because we are to pray in spirit according to God's will. And uh, and because we... Um, it is God's will that we know His will. It is God's will that we know His will. And I want to, I'm going to go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And, um, you know, who are we to counsel God? I'm going to read chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 to you. What we say is wisdom to people who are mature. 
it isn't a wisdom that comes from the <clears throat> present day or from today's leaders who are being reduced to nothing. Talking about wisdom, we talk about God's wisdom, which has been hidden in a secret. God determined His wisdom in advance, before time began, for our glory. It is a wisdom that none of the present-day rulers have understood, because they did understand it. Because if they did understand it, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. I'm going to interject this. We are in the last ten years before Christ returns. We are in a time where the children of God need wisdom more than ever before. We need wisdom in everything that we do, every decision we make. We need wisdom. We have to accept the fact that we're in the final decade. I present it because I've studied the scripture, I watch what happens in the world, and the signs are evident. Uh, nighttime is coming when no man can work. The pastors of the land, there may be others that are presenting what I present. I don't know. I don't have the time to follow what happens in the body of Christ throughout this country. I do know what the scripture says. I do watch the news. I am very aware of prophecies being fulfilled. And many Christians, the believers in the body of Christ, are not aware of, of anything. Because the world demands so much. Cosmos, the devil, this society demands so much from God's children that they're caught in a quicksand. Can't see clearly. Can't move. You're seized up psychologically. The answer, the answer simply to, to the, every believer has, has an answer. The answer is Christ. The answer is the Lord. The solution is prayer. You have needs, but you don't pray. And then, you don't want to know the truth. That's a big problem with the Christian churches. This is why the great apostasy has descended upon us like a cloud. American Christians are in a state of complacency. But talking about wisdom, for the overcomer children, for the ecclesia, for those who are going to be, uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. The gates of hell are, are prevailing against the bulk of the body of Christ, the family of God in the world, in this country especially. But for those that are the overcomer, those that are have taken the position that they're going to stand strong with Christ, 
the gates of hell are not going to prevail against you. They won't. This, portion, this aspect of the body of Christ, the gates of hell, will not prevail against them. This is the focus of the, all of the demonic, satanic activity in the spiritual world and in the natural world. The children of the devil are committed to destroying the godly people from off the earth and in this country. This is why we need wisdom. I'm going to go on with what Paul says here. Verse 9. They would not, verse 8. If they had had the wisdom and known what was going to happen, they would not have crucified the Lord. They wouldn't have. But they didn't have that wisdom. It was prophesied that Christ would be crucified. Verse 9. This is precisely what is written. God has prepared things for those who love Him that no eye has seen or ear heard or that haven't crossed the mind of any human being. What God has prepared for us, especially in this time, is now being understood. Finally, it's being understood. It's being revealed. It's being uh, disclosed. God has revealed, then Paul says, but... God has revealed these things to us <clears throat> through His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, everything, including the depths of God. Who knows a person's depths except their own spirit that lives in them? In the same way, I don't like this translation. <clears throat> I, I wanted to use it. I'm going to get out of this translation. I don't like it. It's not conveying what I want to convey. Okay. Yet to us, God has unveiled and has revealed these things that were hidden by and through His Spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches dilig diligently exploring the exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. For what a person perceives, whatever a person knows and understands, what passes through a man's thoughts, except that who understands... Excuse me. <coughs> But our spirit understands these things. We don't discern, we don't comprehend the thoughts of God except through the Spirit of God. But we have not received the Spirit of the world, but we've received the Holy Spirit who is from God, that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts bestowed on us by God. We are setting these truth, truths forth in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual truths with spiritual language through the Holy Spirit. The natural, non-spiritual man does not accept 
or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are folly, they are meaningless, they are nonsense to that individual. And he is incapable of knowing them or progressively recognizing and understanding and becoming better acquaint, acquainted with them because they are spiritually discerned and estimated and appreciated. But the spiritual man tries all things. He examines, investigates, inquires, yet he is himself, <clears throat> yet is himself to be put on trial and judged by no one. No one can properly discern or appraise or get an insight into that individual. Now, verse 16. Who has known or understood the mind of the Lord to guide him, to instruct him, and give him knowledge? Who is able to instruct the Lord? Who is able to counsel the Lord? But we have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts and purposes of His heart. So when we pray, Paul is saying, we do know and we do have the mind of Christ and we do know when we pray what God's intentions are and we pray according to the heart of God. So yes, we believers, we do have, according to Paul, we can counsel God and we can petition God because we have the mind of Christ. We can pray that uh, God protect our children. Why? Because we know we have the mind of Christ in the matter. Or family members. Now, I'm going to go to, uh, I want to go to, uh, if I can, The apostles, Peter and the disciples, they met Christ when Christ came, when he was uh, alive. Christ visited them personally while he was yet alive, before he was crucified. Now the apostle Paul did uh, met Christ after Christ's resurrection. After the Holy Spirit was poured out, this is when Paul was born again. I'm going to read the account of Paul because, in a sense, this experience happened to you too, to many of you. Meanwhile, this is in Acts chapter 9. Meanwhile, Saul was still spewing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest 
seeking letters to the synagogues in Damascus. If he found persons who belonged to the way, whether men or women, these letters would authorize him to take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. During the journey, as he approached Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven encircled him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice asking him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting, harassing me? This right here, in verse 5, the next verse, Saul asked, Who are you, Lord? This is the second when Paul was born again. He was born again right here. Who are you, Lord? And Christ revealed himself to him in the next sentence. I am Jesus who you are harassing, was the response. Verse 6. Now get up and enter the city. You will be told what you must do. So, God speaks to Paul directly. God does speak to you directly also. You will be told what to do. Verse 7. Those who were traveling with Paul stood there speechless. They heard the voice, but saw no one. So God spoke to Paul audibly, so powerfully that even those with Paul heard it. After they, picked up Saul, after they picked Saul up from the ground, he opened his eyes, but he couldn't see. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind, and neither ate nor drank anything. Now, it is, the question has been, Paul had a thorn in the flesh. And no one really could figure out what that thorn was. But most of the uh, commentaries do always mention that from this point forward in his life, Paul <clears throat> had a problem with eyesight. And his sight was never restored. And at some other point, he would write letters with his own hand, but the letters were huge, big. And... Uh, so the thorn in the flesh may have been his eyesight. Verse 10. In Damascus there was a certain disciple named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision. This is why I say it's important. God speaks to us directly, but in this case... Ananias was spoken to in a vision. But in the vision is where he heard the Lord's voice. Ananias. Ananias answered, Yes, Lord. Verse 11. The Lord instructed him, Go to Judas, Judas's house, on the straight street, and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying. The instruction was extremely clear. 
It was detailed. It was clear. There was no misunderstanding. Ananias heard. God spoke clearly. And this is God's desire to all of His children that when He speaks to you, you hear clearly. And when He speaks to you, He speaks and there is detail. Like in the first hour, I told you the, told the story of how the Lord spoke to me in 1991 in the spring. I am going to set you in geosynchronized orbit. I know what that meant. I had the interpretation. God speaks to you but it's your responsibility to get the clear interpretation, whether it be a vision, a word from the Lord, a dream. Many people have dreams in the body of Christ. Everybody is having dreams. I had a dream about this. I had a dream about that. Well, dreams are one of the ways in which God speaks to us. But sometimes the dreams are for the individual, not for the body of Christ. Uh and everybody wants to take their dream and present their dreams on social media and everything else. And it can get confusing. Because sometimes if the individual is not interpreting the dream correctly, what he's going to present is going to be a little bit... Uh, uh, there's going to be some inaccuracy in that dream. So we have to be careful with the, the visions and dreams that I have, like example, the Lord told me He would position me in geosynchronized orbit. That was for me. He told me what He was going to do with my life. He was going to put me at the right place, exactly positioned when I needed to be there. That was in 1991. I end up in Las Vegas on the radio in 19. In, in, in 2005, I ended up on the radio through a prophetic word given to me by a brother and sister out of Colorado Springs. The And here, I'm going to show you in this account with Paul that Ananias, Paul is going to receive a word from Ananias. And then I'm going to tell you, we do things in our future according to maybe a prophetic word, a vision, a dream. This is how God will direct our path. I'll, I'll present this, then I'll, I'll read this, and then I'll present something to you. Go to Judas's house on the straight street, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, he is praying. Even Ananias knew what Paul was doing. In a vision, he has seen a man, Paul, in a vision, Paul has seen a man named Ananias enter and put his hands on him to restore his sight. So God is speaking to Paul. Paul, a man is coming to lay hands on you. His name is Ananias. And he's going to lay hands on you, Paul, and you're going to receive your sight. Now see, the priests, Paul, Paul was a rabbi. You don't touch a rabbi. You don't touch him. You're not allowed to do that. But in this dream, this was not the, this was not the 
way of the the uh, religious world. But in the dream, Paul was told, he is going to lay his hands on you and you're going to receive your sight. Ananias countered in verse 13, Lord, I've heard many reports about this man. People say that he has done horrible things to your holy people in Jerusalem. He's here with authority from the chief priests to arrest anyone who calls on your name. When the Holy Spirit speaks to us and asks us to do things, there's a two-way street. There can be a dialogue we can question because Ananias is not too sure he wants to go to see Paul of Tarsus. So there's a, there's a communication between the Holy Spirit and the individual. And with you, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, there's going to be a conversation. When the Lord told me, I'm going to put you in geosynchronized orbit, I had to think about it and I said, well, okay, well, what does that mean? Then the revelation came. Then I understood. He's here with authority from the chief priest to arrest anyone who calls on your name. The Lord replied, Go, this man is an agent. This man is an individual that I have chosen to carry my name <coughs> before Gentiles, kings, and Israelites. Now, Paul tells, tells Ananias what Paul is going to do. God tells Ananias, this is what this man is going to do. He's going to carry my name before the Gentiles, before kings and the Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. So Ananias knew something that Paul didn't know. And sometimes people will come to speak to us and tell us something that we don't know. Now we're going to go to a break. We're at the bottom of the hour. And remember, the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com down to the uh, podcast section to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez. Reserve your space today. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000-square-foot premier events expo center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. 
For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Reasons to Own Gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. All right, we're going to continue. And... um, As I was saying, what was I saying? Paul, I was reading about Paul. Now, Ananias goes to his house to where Paul is staying. And he places his hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, The Lord sent me, Jesus, who appeared to you on the way as you were coming here. He sent me so that you could see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Paul got saved three days earlier. Paul was saved three days earlier. He was born again. Now, three days later, he's going to receive his sight And Ananias is going to pray for him. And Ananias says, you're going to see again, and you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, with many in the fundamental churches, many that don't understand uh, what happens in the Pentecostal churches, even many in the Pentecostal churches sometimes don't understand what's going on in the Pentecostal churches or charismatic churches. But throughout the book of Acts, people are born again, they are baptized in water, and then they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The children, the the disciples, on the night of resurrection, they were born again 50 days before the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost. Fundamentals, fundament, those who are in the fundamental assemblies, or Catholics, or Lutherans, or whatever you may be. The day of Pentecost was not the day that the Holy Spirit was poured out for, the, for rebirth. No, the Holy Spirit was poured out to empower upon the individual, to empower the individual. Fifty days earlier, the Holy Spirit, these disciples, received Christ subjectively 
They were born again to receive the power of the Holy Spirit subjectively to give them new life so that they would be born again so that the Holy Spirit would reside within them. That occurred on the night of resurrection. Christ was raised from the dead early in the morning. He ascended, became the heir of the universe. He was uh, honored and glorified in the presence of His Father and the holy angels. And He descended that evening to meet with a group of people in a room, and he breathed upon them and said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. That was the beginning of the born-again experience in the body of Christ for the last 2,000 years. Fifty days later, a second uh, important experience took place. The baptism of the Holy Spirit on the minds of the disciples. And then when that baptism occurred, there were many miraculous things that took place. And the people in the vicinity that were there for that Pentecost saw what had happened to these Galileans and could hear these Galileans speaking in the languages of all the people that had come to be in Jerusalem at that Pentecost. They came from Turkey. They came from all over the region. And these individuals that had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit were speaking in languages. We use that word tongues in the Pentecostal church. It really, uh, it's not a, not a babbling. It's not a, uh, some kind of a, just a like gibberish. No. The gift of tongues means Language, languages. We got to get this type of thinking out of our mind. You speak in a language, either Latin or Russian or Chinese or English or uh, Portuguese. It's a language. And these languages are clear. And though you may not, uh, you know, there's a, uh, a brother, a friend of mine. He doesn't speak in languages. His daughters do. When the Spirit comes upon them, they will speak in tongues or in a language, and the Father interprets what the girls are saying. His one daughter, she called him one day. I happened to be at the home. She called. He had her on speaker. She said, Dad, I think God has given me a gift, another language. Chinese. And she began to speak in Chinese. She'd never spoken in Chinese before that day. She began to speak. I couldn't believe it because I lived in, at one time, I lived in uh, Berkeley, California. I worked in San Francisco, southern San Francisco. And I remember the Chinese. I knew, I just know Chinese. I can't speak it. But she began to speak, and he interpreted what she was saying. And the interpretation was giving glory and honor to God. This is exactly what happened on the day of Pentecost. The reason I'm presenting this to this audience, it is not an accident. I do not believe in accidents. I pray, and my family, 
we pray that God will bring people to this audience that have been ordained to come and listen to what I'm presenting. It's, it's not an accident if you're listening. I pray and ask God, please bring the people that you, are, you need to speak to, whatever it may be. I don't know. Every week I plan something and I go a completely different direction. I go, I move, I try to present with the Holy Spirit where the, where, wherever I feel the power of the Holy Spirit, that's where I, that's the direction I go. And I pray for this audience. God wants to teach you something. And that's in His, He gets to determine what. I'm just going to present what God is speaking to you you have to, you, uh, he'll let you know. Paul has just received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is something that God had planned for his church. And the many in the fundamental churches fight it. They fight it, they hate it, they don't understand it. Why would you fight of, uh, Miracles, the gift of miracles, people that have the gift of miracles, when you need a miracle, why would you fight the gift of miracles when they're in the Bible? Why would you fight the gift of discernment when it's in the Bible? Fundamental Christians, Satan has a lock on your mind. You have, you're bound in your mind to not understand the deep things of God. Fundamental Christians, you don't understand uh, this or that? Well, it's because you're too much in your mind, too much in your thinking, too much in your understanding. You, you interfere with God, what God is trying to do with you and how God wants to open your eyes and show you something new. Don't fight the great experiences that God shows and presents in His Bible in the book of Acts. Time after time after time, they will go to an area, Peter or Paul, they'll go to an area or the other disciples, Philip, and they will pray for people they are born again. Then, They'll pray for the individuals. They receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then they will baptize them in water. Sometimes they're born again. They're baptized in water. Then they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to be in our concept. Some are born again. And they're baptized in water again. They receive the Holy Spirit. In this case, Paul is born again and he doesn't get baptized in water, he's baptized in the Holy Spirit. Later on, he's going to get baptized, but he's baptized in the Holy Spirit. Firstly, the sequence doesn't have to be, I was born again, I was baptized in water, 20 years later, roughly, uh, 17 and a half years later, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. God wanted me personally to experience each of these three experiences, I'll add a fourth, being consecrated. I had four great experiences. 
being born again, baptized in water, my consecration, and baptized with the Holy Spirit. Don't fight. I will say to this audience, don't fight the great experiences that God has in the Bible because these experiences, and one of them is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It is, it is a very powerful experience because it is a tool to fight spiritual battles. I don't know why. I just sense the Holy Spirit is offended with many of His children because they fight something they don't understand. Now, in the Pentecostal world, uh, the Pentecostal world isn't without its faults. I've been in that world. There are those in the Pentecostal world, I'll mention this briefly, they are born again, baptized, baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in water and in the Holy Spirit, and they live lives that are just as bad as a non-believer. They're in alcoholism, they're alcoholics, they're drug addicts, they're whatever it may be, they're still involved with the sins of the flesh. And they go out and heal people. They go out and cast out demons. Well, their conduct, they're not living the life of a Christian. They're still caught in sins. It doesn't matter. They have been given an ability and that ability through the name of Jesus Christ can be used. It would be better if they lived a godly, upright life and used those giftings for the glory of God. But, they still, the gifts and callings of God have been given and he won't repent for it. I have a friend, very powerful, great, uh, uh, gifted like you can't believe, and he would do, uh, he was just uh, very successful in what he did, but he, though he didn't live a very, he had flaws, uh, bad flaws, cost him a marriage and another marriage, but still, he had the giftings, doesn't matter, the gifts and callings of God were, are without repentance, many of the, I had this friend, Ron Perry Sr., and he traveled that Pentecostal world with his father starting back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And he uh, was in the Pentecostal world and he saw these men that started crusades. But the men had divorced. They were, they just weren't of the best character. They were liars. They were thieves. But still, God used them. And here you have a dysfunctional church. For those many who condemn anybody that has done anything for, for Christ because, and uh, they're living in their sin or whatever, hey, the whole body of Christ is dysfunctional. The whole body of Christ is still messed up. Uh, many... Christians have psychological problems. They're on drugs. They're alcoholics. And they still preach the gospel. And people do get saved. God 
His ways are, are higher than our ways. Why does He do that? You look at Gideon. You look at the people in the Old Testament with all their problems. King David. Example after example in the Old Testament, God still used them. David. With Bathsheba and all the other sins of David, still God used him because his heart was for God. And at the end of his life, David turned around. I'm going to go back to Acts 9, uh, verse 18 now. Verse 17. Ananias went to the house. He placed his hands on Saul, said, Brother Saul, the Lord sent me. Jesus who appeared to you on the way as you were coming here. He sent me so that you could again see and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, instantly, flakes fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. Three things in three days. Born again, his hands, hands were laid on him to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then once he gets up, after he receives his sight, and was baptized in water. You see the experiences God gives his children. It's right here in Paul. On the Within three days, he's born again, receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and is baptized in water. Took him three days. With me, it took me 20 years to be born again to the time I was baptized with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. From the time that I had the baptism of the Spirit to this point, my life has been a life of of power. Living in power, living in faith. This is what God intends for you. This is God's plan, His intention. This is His way, His ways are much higher than your ways. His thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You in the... Don't misunderstand me. I came out of a fundamental background. The deepest Bible teachings, the doctrinal teachings, the best of the best of the best. God positioned me for my future with the very best teachers, doctrinally speaking with the very best individuals to help me to get to this point. And you have to believe that God has positioned you around the very, very best for whatever it is that you are to do. Whether assemblies that you've been involved with for 30 years or 20 years or 10 years, and maybe you've been to five or six assemblies over that amount of time, God is sovereign. God met you in every one of those places with experiences that you probably don't even realize that you had. You need to go back and pray, Lord, when I was with this church, I didn't get much out of it. Well, you didn't, but doesn't mean God wasn't teaching you something. Now, we're going to go to the bottom. Well, we're going to end this hour. Hang on. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. 
Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial locations. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720-680-0492. A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by. We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more. We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado. Everything very good. Just come in and try it. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. KHNC is proud to carry my kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. You're going to drive me to drink, drive me to country liquors, eh? Located at 105 East Highway 2 in Kingsburg, right in the middle of town. The best small locally owned liquor store in northern Colorado. Never drink and drive. Save one of those beers for me, eh? Go wreck our show, you hoser. Well, okay. Sorry about that. Not my station. Anyhow, uh, so here's what happens to Paul. In three days, he's born again, baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptized in water. Don't fight God's plan for yourselves. There are two legs to the, to the body of Christ, two very important legs. One is the doctrines of the Scripture. The pure doctrines of the Bible and the teachings of Christ. The other are the gifts that God has given His children for their lives so they can be successful, they can be victorious, and that they will have power to fight the battle. 
two legs. Up until twenty, uh, up until 1991, when I had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I was moving on one leg, and it was very powerful through the power of the Spirit. Very powerful. But once I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, now I am moving, balanced with on. I have two great experiences for my ministry. Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I could not have been as effective as I have been. The Holy Spirit spoke to me in 1988 on a ladder on a home up about 25 feet while I was painting. And He told me I would have a ministry. I would start a ministry. Not a church, a ministry. That was in 1988. In three years later, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And from 91 all the way 10 years to 20, 20 to 2001, I am working with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, learning, being instructed, trained to understand the power and the great experience that I had received. I am now walking with two moving quickly with two powerful experiences. The teachings of Christ and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And then in 2001, I began my ministry. I didn't. The Lord told me, what is it, 13 years earlier that I would have a ministry. But He didn't tell me when. I had to wait. This is another principle. We're not pushed. We are led. But I needed both experiences so that in 2001 I can begin my ministry. And moving from that point forward, I have used, I, God has instructed me through visions, through dreams, people speaking to me, prophetic words. And this is God's way. This is His way for you. You have to allow God to teach you. He's your teacher. He gets to show you what he want, what cool school and what course He is going to put you in to train you to be protected and for your future so you can be effective. We're done with this hour. Join me for one more hour in just a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All Once their again, products are CAO this. certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the hey, best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.
Third hour. Rocky Mountain News Network. I'm Jim Williams. Saturday wasn't horrible weather-wise everywhere in the mountains, but along much of the I-70 corridor it was with miserable driving conditions. So bad, in fact, a lot of travelers turned around and headed back to the front range due to high winds and blowing snow. A second winter storm in three days. One car carried Jacob Hurley, his partner, and their dog toward what they thought might be a nice weekend hike, but not so much. We were supposed to go. It was extremely steep, and we were like, I don't know, this might be kind of tough because there was like a foot of snow there. So they abandoned the idea for this weekend, but one family that made it through the Eisenhower Tunnel to Summit County was 12-year-old fisherman Andrew Maximoff and his father. Andrew pulled six good-sized trout out of the Blue River while his dad relaxed at a nearby hotel. No snowfall there, just the youngster's favorite activity. The relaxation of the water and not even just catching anything, just the fresh air and the scenery here is just all worth it. Andrew says this is the time to be fishing along the river because the trout are spawning. While there may or may not be as much snowfall in the high country today, most roads, including the interstate, will at least still have icy spots. So again, extra caution is a good idea. After that quadruple shooting in Arapahoe, County last weekend. The main suspect authorities are looking for is still at large, but his brother has now been caught. 18-year-old Juan Castoreña is charged with being an accessory to his brother Joseph's crimes after the fact of those first-degree murders. Police say Joseph Castoreña shot his ex-girlfriend's sister, her husband, the two women's dad, and a renter who had lived in a family property to death in a child custody dispute. Anyone who sees or knows of Joseph Castoreña's whereabouts is being asked to call 911. We're now only two days from Election Day. Have you turned your ballot in yet? More than a million Coloradoans already have. One point one million, in fact. While it's too late to mail your ballot at this point, there's still plenty of time to get to a polling place or drop box to make sure you get counted. In sports, college football, the eighth-ranked Oregon Ducks flapped into Boulder Saturday and plucked Colorado's Buffaloes 49-10. to Air Force won a record 21st Commander-in-Chief's trophy as the top squad among the nation's service academies, beating the Army in Texas 13-7. to CSU was up seven points on San Jose State early in the first quarter of their Mountain West matchup, but after that, the Spartans took over and eventually won 28-16. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. It's been a rough couple of years. You and I have been through a lot, and so have our children. So it matters that our schools have all the help they can get. That's why we need to worry about Dan Malloyd, who's running for State Board of Education. Dan Malloyd has no education experience, and he wants to rewrite American history instead of telling kids the truth about it. Dan Malloyd is one of those guys putting his personal political agenda over our children's safety as we've worked our way back from COVID. And Dan Malloyd is supported by those right-wing extremists who don't care about our schools. So parents and teachers across Colorado support Kathy Plomer. Kathy Plomer is a dedicated mom with years of experience as a leader in our public schools, bringing people together and solving problems. She's the champion our kids need. Vote Kathy Plomer for State Board of Education. Paid for by Blue Flower Action Independent Expenditure Committee. Registered agent Ashley Stevens. Not authorized by any candidate. Living Sharp is a lifestyle here at TVB's. You need to look sharp, carry sharp, and most importantly, be sharp. Let us show you how sharp it can be today. We're pushing ourselves to take as many walk-ins at both locations, but if we can't squeeze you in, we'll make a convenient appointment for you. Give us a call at 970-617-2158 for our Loveland location located at 4th and Garfield or in Mead at 720-745-0783 on the southeast corner of Highway 66 and I-25. If you're tech savvy, hit us up on Tommy'sBarbersAndBlades.com and as always, live sharp. Insurance. Nobody likes buying it, but everyone needs it. The problem with insurance is if you don't need it, the money is simply gone. Car insurance costs hundreds of dollars a month, and if you don't get into an accident, which most people don't, the money is simply gone. Health insurance costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, and unless you have a significant health issue, the money is simply gone month after month, year after year. 
When it comes to life insurance, all companies provide low-cost term insurance for people that acts just like car and health insurance. If you don't need it, the money is gone. At Northwestern Mutual, one of the reasons why we are ranked as the best insurance company in the United States is we offer a variety of low-cost blended plans that actually allow you to build wealth in the most likely event that you do not need to collect on your life insurance. Finally, an insurance plan that doesn't take your money and can actually build your wealth. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. And there is only one individual that can light up your life. And we know who that individual is. He is real. 
and his desire is to draw all men Well, I guess the alert is over, so I will go on with the program. Christ said, if he be lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The podcast for these programs are on 1360khnc.com, down to navigate to the podcast section, and then to the Olive Tree program. We are in the final years before Christ returns, I believe. And this is the time where the Holy Spirit is going to work uh, like He's going to pour His Spirit out like never before at the end of the world. Now, the best way to understand how He will pour His Spirit out and how He will speak speak to the world is by having an understanding that In the final decade before his return, in the book of Revelation, it also makes it clear that all of the forces of evil, all the forces of darkness, will also make a final attempt, excuse me, to deceive the nations, to deceive the nations away from Christ to a coming Antichrist. This is one of the ways that we know we're at the end of the world. And uh, in the previous two hours, I've been talking about the ways in which God speaks to His children. Through visions, dreams, signs, wonders, He speaks directly to them. Many, many ways. If there was ever a time where God's children should hear what God has to say, this is that time. And in this time in which we live, we need wisdom like we've never needed wisdom before. Wisdom for the children of God is very critical. It's vital. We're going to make decisions today through the week. Uh, Hopefully the decisions we make will not work against us. You know, one thing I've noticed in the Christian churches with the Christian people It's with the unbelievers also, but mainly with, I'm concerned about the Christian people. The Christian people have dreams. You have dreams that are not from God. You have desires and plans for your future, futures that are not from God. This is dangerous. You, in, in the world, 
the parents plan for the children to go to college and be productive, to be uh, successful. We also, yes, we, we live in the world and we are to occupy till Christ returns. We are to be an influence in the society, in the world in which God puts us. But if we are trying to build the systems of the world and to build our own little empire, you're going to have difficulty because many Christians want to become millionaires. Well, the Proverbs talk, the Proverbs talk about people who, and I think Ecclesiastes too, about finances, whoever is trying to, you know, gain the riches of the world, uh, be careful because it's like a bird. And every time you're just about to catch that bird, it flies away. Your dream should be in line, and your, your plans should be in line with the will of God. And many Christians don't, aren't their, they have their own dreams, their own desires, their own direction. And God is, yes, to some degree, He's involved in their world, but not like He should be. And because of that, Christians that are not uh, experiencing the Holy Spirit like they should, and not learning uh, the Scriptures, what the scriptures say, the teachings of Christ, you're going to miss the mark, and you're you're going to become apostate. You're going to be believers with no reality. And many Christians today have no reality. God is real. I finished with uh, Acts chapter 9 talking about the account of Paul when he got saved, how God spoke to him, spoke to him directly, spoke to him through another young man named Ananias. Uh, he was told what was going to happen to him through Ananias. Ananias was told that Paul is going to be a servant that's going to suffer much for my name. So God made it very clear to Paul that day. Paul got had a... a Spoke to God spoke to Paul, and then Paul was spoken to by Ananias. Uh, he was baptized. He had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He was born again initially. These are God's ways. I'm going to go to another account. This is Peter, a different account. God speaks in visions. He speaks audibly to people. Uh, dreams, uh, and we're going to talk about that in this final hour. Uh, I should go to like five-hour program. I only have three, but what I want to present will take five. But we'll have to condense it to one more hour. Okay, this is uh, Acts chapter 10. The reason I'm presenting this to you today is because I feel that the Lord wants His children to begin to listen to Him on different frequencies, different channels, different ways. He speaks through the Word. He speaks through a rhema word. 
He speaks through somebody that comes to prophesy to you. He will speak through a dream, a vision. But we have to have the discernment to make sure that we're not hearing from another dimension, another, other, uh, somebody that sounds like God but isn't God. We, can't, we, we have to be careful we're not deceived. Now, Acts chapter 10, verse 1. There was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion in the Italian company. He and his whole household were pious, Gentile God-worshippers. He gave generously to those in need among the Jewish people and prayed to God constantly. This guy is an unbeliever, but he's pious. He has a reality that there is a real God. There are many people out there that pray, that know that God is real, but they don't know Him. This was me. This was my experience before I was born again in 1971. I knew God. I prayed to God. I was pious, uh, but I didn't. I was not yet born again. One day, at nearly three o'clock in the afternoon, Cornelius clearly saw an angel from God in a vision. The angel came to him and said, Cornelius. Startled, Cornelius stared at the angel and, and replied, What is it, Lord? Remember what Paul said? In Acts chapter 9, a uh, chapter earlier, Who are you, Lord, when a bright light shone from the heavens? Who are you, Lord? Now Cornelius says, What is it, Lord? The angel said, Your prayers and your compassionate acts are like a memorial offering to God. Send messengers to Joppa at once and summon a certain Simon, the one known as Peter. He is a guest of Simon the Tanner, the, whose house is near the seacoast. When the angel who was speaking to him had gone, Cornelius summoned two of his household servants along with the pious soldier from his personal staff. Verse 8, He explained everything to them, sent them to Joppa. At noon the following day, as they as their journey brought them close to the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted to eat. While others were preparing the meal, he had a visionary experience, or he had a vision. Now Peter's having a vision. Remember, for those that weren't here in the last hour, Paul is told to go to a certain place and Ananias, a servant, has a vision and in that vision Ananias is told what he is to do. And Peter here is also, has, he has a vision and Peter, it says, he saw heaven opened up something like a large linen sheet being lowered to the earth by all four corners. Inside the sheet were all kinds of four-legged animals, reptiles, and wild birds. A voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Peter exclaimed, Absolutely not, Lord, 
I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke a second time. Never consider unclean what God has made pure. This happened three times. Then the object was suddenly pulled back into heaven. So now Peter is having a vision. This is one of the ways in which God speaks to his children. If God wants to speak to you in a vision, he can do it. Once you receive the vision, you have to find out the interpretation. Firstly, you need to know, is this vision from God? Or is this a deceptive vision? This is your responsibility. Every Christian that has a vision, a dream, a speaking from the Lord, it is your responsibility to, to inquire, to search, to discern, to make sure it is something from God. Because the demons and the fallen angels, the devil, will deceive you. But don't discount visions, dreams, and even angels. God will speak through angels. Uh, be careful. You have to be careful. We, there's a lot of emphasis in the body of Christ concerning angels. We have the power to command the angels to do this, command the angels to do that. You better be very, very careful. I never pray and command angels to do anything. I don't pray to angels. I only pray and ask the Holy Spirit. If I need protection for somebody, I ask the Lord, Lord Jesus, you send angels Send angels, put extra angels around this individual, protect them, keep them. I never send, I never say, angels, I command you to go here to do this, I command you to go there to do this or whatever. I don't ever do that. I don't see it in the scripture. I ask the Lord to send the angels <clears throat> as needed. He already commands angels to encamp around people anyhow, but I'll ask him to put angels around people to protect them, but he'll do that. So, Peter was bewildered about the meaning of the vision, and just then the messenger sent by Cornelius discovered the whereabouts of Simon's house and arrived at the gate. Calling out, they inquired whether the Simon known as Peter was a guest there. While Peter was still brooding, considering, trying to understand this vision, the Spirit interrupted him and said, Look, these peop three people are looking for you. So Peter was on the rooftop, and the Holy Spirit spoke to him very clearly. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to do with you. He wants to speak to you very clearly. He give you specific instructions. Three people are looking for you. Go downstairs, don't ask questions, just go with them because I have sent them. So Peter was instructed, go with them. Don't ask questions, go with them. I sent them. So Peter went downstairs and told them, I am the one you are looking for. Why have you come? They replied, We've come on behalf of Cornelius, a centurion and righteous man, a God-worshipper who is well respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel directed him to summon you 
to his house and to hear what you have to say. Peter invited them into the house as his guests. The next day, he got up and went with them. So Peter knew. Peter knew that this was of the Lord. He knew that. We, with the discernment that we have, we will know what God will ask us to do. I'll give you an example. I go on prayer drives. One day, about two years ago, I went a certain direction out of Longmont. I went to the interstate. I normally will go either south or north, a Cheyenne to pray, or south, depending. I get to 25 and the Lord and 66, and the Lord tells me, don't take the interstate, but I like to take the interstate because I can put the crews on 60 or 65 and and not be interfered with, and, you know, I don't have to mess with the traffic. And it, you know, I, I want to be less distracted. But the Lord told me, take the frontage road. I thought, well, okay. I get on the frontage road, and I head north. And up a ways, there's this young man hitchhiking. He's not on the interstate, but he's walking. And uh, the Lord told me, pick that person up. Well, I don't generally like to do that, especially in a prayer drive, because I want to pray. I don't want to talk. But I obeyed. I pulled over. And I stopped, and the person walked back. I said, you need a ride? They said, yeah, I'm going to South Dakota. I thought, well, geez, you're not going to get any rides here on the inter- on the frontage road. I said, hop in, I'll get you up to, I'm going to Loveland, I'll get you up to Loveland or Fort Collins. They get in, we start talking. I realize it's actually a young girl. I never pick up women, ever. But the Lord fooled me. I thought it was a young man, looked like a man. And it was she was a lesbian, and uh, uh, no problem. I obeyed what the Lord said. So I'm get on the interstate and I'm heading up. And I said, "What's?" Uh, I said, "Well, I said you're heading to South Dakota." Yes, my brother committed suicide. I thought, "Oh Lord," and I'm just thinking, "Well, uh, well, I didn't know what to say," and then I. I said, um, I said, you you really love your father, don't you? She goes, yes, I love my dad, but he died two years ago. I'm going, oh my gosh. Well, the Lord told me, take her up to, to uh, Fort Collins, take her to Wellington. So I thought, well, so we got up to Wellington, we're visiting, and I, the Lord said, she hasn't eaten since yesterday. You better get her something to eat. So I stopped at the Taco John's in Wellington. And she's just a little thing. And I said, listen, uh, Lord wants, you, wants me to get you something to eat. Whatever you want. I said, anything. She goes, anything? I said, yeah. She's going to get a large drink. I said, yeah, anything you want. She got the biggest burrito lunch they offer. And I thought, I can't believe she can eat all this stuff. And I'm going to back up a little bit. On the way, I asked, I said, listen, 
I said, I know that the Holy Spirit, that God is after you. God is speaking to you. You need help. I know that you're, you miss your dad and you've fallen on hard times. Will you pray with me? She did. She prayed. She got saved. She was in tears. And then uh, she was really grateful, got her something to eat. And the Lord told me, you take her to Cheyenne. I said, okay. And I told her, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, now listen, I'm going to take you to Cheyenne. I said, I don't want you taking the back way, the shortcut to South Dakota. I don't want you doing that. The Lord told me to tell you, you stay on the interstate. You go up to Casper, then you can cut across. Don't you Don't you take that back way. I'm telling you, it's going to be dangerous for you. I'm going to get you to Cheyenne. You stay at the main truck stops. You're going to get a ride. God is going to send somebody. They'll give you a ride to Casper. And then from Casper, you're going to be okay. Do not travel at night. When you get to Casper, you stay there in the truck stop. You stay in the open. And then... You'll get, to, you'll get there tomorrow, but don't travel at night unless the guy's going to go right to there and drop you off. This is how the Holy Spirit works. I will never pick up a, a, a woman, so I didn't know she was a woman. Then I think it's a young man. Then I find out it's a young lady. Then I find out she's a lesbian. I don't care. If God, God wants to save Anybody, he can do that. That's what he does. He saves the righteous, the unrighteous. He saves Satanists that have been worshiping the devil, that have committed murders, uh, lesbians, homosexuals. God is God. He is a God who goes to all of the nations to every individual in the nations, to the highways, to the byways. And that's who he is. And this young girl met the Lord. So we're going to be back in a few minutes. And so Cornelius sends for Peter, and Peter agrees. He says, okay, I'll go. That's what we have to do. When the Holy Spirit asks us to do something, we go. Rick Rodriguez will be back in a second. I'm going to leave right now. Hey. Hey. Yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Hey, folks. The Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003. Hey, folks. As a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now, my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see Tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa, tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best prices, the best quality, and all THC free. My kind CBD, CBD as nature intended it. 
Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev. Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. These young men are Catholic, but they know Christ. Doesn't matter what religion, all these churches, these wonderful churches of God, God has His faithful people, all of them. And in all of the seven churches of God, there are those that are unfaithful. But nevertheless, they are God's children. They will be with Christ. They are His. Nothing can take them out of His hand eternally there with him eternally now 
I tell this young this story about this young girl. This is the way the Holy Spirit is. Now I'm going to tell you another story. There was a young man. He had AIDS. And he was dying of AIDS. I went in to visit him maybe 30 days, 3 weeks before he died. And I asked him if he wanted to receive... I went, he was in the hospital. And I asked him if he would want to pray and meet the Lord. And he told me no. And we visited and I left. I got a call. And uh, my mother told me that if I wanted to visit him, I better visit him because it, he wasn't going to make it through the night. He was given last rites. So that night I went over to visit the family and I prayed and asked the Lord to clear everybody out of the room so that I could visit with him. And the Lord was faithful. He couldn't talk. He was breathing heavily. He, you could tell the fear in his eyes. And so I went in and I, I asked him, I said, uh, are you afraid? And I said, I know you can't talk, but blink once for yes, twice for no. I said, are you afraid? To die and he blinked once and I said would you be willing to pray and ask the Lord to forgive you so you can be with him in eternity and I said blink once for yes and twice for no he blinked yes and I said I know you can't talk but I'm gonna pray and you pray in your heart and uh, what I pray you pray in your heart will you do that he blinked once and he was breathing, his breathing was very labored. He was having a hard time. So I just prayed with him and asked the Lord to forgive him for all of his sins. And we just, a very simple prayer. And by the time we finished praying, he was no longer breathing, labored breathing. You could tell the peace of God had come upon him and he was at peace. And uh, the next morning, he did die. In the last hours of his life, he met Christ. And every, everybody listening to me, those that don't know Christ, I'm telling the story about Cornelius, who was not born again, but he knew God was real. He was pious. He was devout. He was a good individual, but he wasn't born again. But he, in a vision, is told to summon Peter, the apostle, to come. And he does exactly what the Holy Spirit asks him to do. This is what we need to do. When the Holy Spirit asks you to do something, <clears throat> as he has requested, follow directions. Just do what he asks you to do. This is the will of God. It is God's will. You obey his will. It is God's will. You know his will. Once you know His will, then you just obey. He will give you the grace. He will give you whatever you need to make that appointment. Whatever you need to make that appointment, God will provide it for you. By faith, we live by faith, not by sight. We live believing. This is God's way. Now, going back to Cornelius, and he met the Lord in the last hours of his life. Homosexual, lesbian, living in sin, away from God, doesn't matter. God desires 
that everyone come to Him even in the final hours or minutes of their lives. So, this is the goodness, the kindness, the mercy. This is the, the wonderful ways of God. God is wonderful. People know that. But I don't know why Satan lies to them, tells them that God is uh, cruel, mean, whatever. No. Satan is cruel. Satan is vindictive. Satan is the God of death. Not Christ. Christ gives life and life eternal. So I'm going to go back to the account with Peter. So the next day, Peter gets up and goes with them. And uh, with some of the believers, he takes a company of believers with him. They arrive in Caesarea the following day, anticipating their arrival. Cornelius had gathered his relatives and close friends. Cornelius knows something great is going to happen. Cornelius is full of faith. He gathers his relatives and close friends. Verse 25, As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him, fell at his feet in order to honor him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Get up. Get up. Like you, I am just a human. And this is the thing with we believers. We know this. There is nothing special about us. If there's anything special, it's only Christ. But we in ourselves, nothing special. We are human. We are fallen. But we're vessels of mercy. We're vessels that God is going to use to accomplish great things during our lifetime for people around us, friends, relatives, whoever. As they continued to talk, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You all realize that it is forbidden for a Jew to associate or visit with outsiders. And then Peter says, But however, God has shown me that I should never call a person impure or unclean. So here we are seeing something unfold that many Christians miss. God, through the prophets in the Old Testament, prophesied through His prophets that God was going to make a people Gentiles who were not his people Gentiles his people God was going to adopt Gentiles non-Jewish individuals into his household and they were going to be the natural born children that God through the promises to Abraham Isaac and Jacob Moses David that God had for the children of Israel. But through the prophets in the Old Testament, God was going to adopt. He is the God of adoption. He adopts whosoever He wills. He wanted to adopt a young lesbian. He wanted to adopt a young homosexual. He adopted them. He wanted them in His kingdom in eternity. And God adopts the Gentiles. He's a God who adopts. He adopts whoever He wants. We, as believers, see things through, as we see things through God's eyes, we become more valuable. We become more important in God's plan and God's purpose. This is what we all want. We want to know 
that we are instruments that God can use for other people, for ourselves, for our families, for other people, because this whole world right now is truly in misery, in suffering, is without hope. The seven churches of God, the faithful Christians in the seven churches of God, this is the way in which God is going to reach this sick, a world full of sickness, a world full of demonic activity, a world full of hardship and war and famine and pain and misery. This is how God is going to reach the world through individuals in all of the seven churches in the book of Revelation chapter 1 and 2 which all exist presently. All these churches are alive. All of these churches have a position, a place, a function. And this is how God is going to reach the world. In all of these seven churches, <clears throat> there is an ecclesia. There is a faithful body. A body that is knowledgeable of God's plan, God's will, His eternal purpose. And these are the instruments that God is going to use to assist, oops, sorry, to assist the nations of the world that need hope. This is the only way. And God is going to send His angels out to protect those who will never become Christians that are Jewish, never become Christians that are Gentiles for the millennial kingdom. Not every individual be, will become a believer. There are those that have been ordained from the foundation of the world to accept Christ. Not everyone. There are those that are going to be the sheep, the good people of the world, like Cornelius maybe, that go in and inherit the coming kingdom. And the Jewish people that are going to make it through the hard time to come that will inherit the coming kingdom. They will, the kingdom that was promised to them in the Old Testament. So Peter says, You all realize that it is forbidden for a Jew to associate or visit outsiders. However, God has shown me that I should never call a person impure or unclean. For this reason, when you sent me, when you sent for me, I came without objection. I want to know then why you sent for me. Cornelius answered, For four days ago, at this time, three o'clock in the afternoon, I was praying at home. Suddenly a man in radiant clothing stood before me. He said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayers and your compassion compassionate acts are like a memorial offering to him. Therefore, send someone to Joppa to summon Simon, send someone to Joppa and Simon and summon Simon, who is known as Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, located near the seacoast. I sent for you right away, and you were kind enough to come. Now here you are, gathered in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has directed you. We are gathered in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has directed you to say. Peter said, I really am learning that God doesn't show 
of partiality. In other words, God is no respecter of persons to one group of people over another. This is a one of the righteous uh, God in God's righteousness. He is not a respecter of persons. He does not show favoritism in a sense. He makes everything that he has provided for mankind available to all who whosoever will. Everything is available to any individual who will accept what God has provided. But they have to make that decision. It's an individual matter. Every individual has free will. Everything is available to any individual who will accept all that God has offered through His Son, Jesus Christ. Forgiveness of sins and eternal life. In every nation, whoever worships Him and does what is right is acceptable to Him. This is the message of peace He sent to the Israelites by proclaiming the good news through Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. You know what happened throughout Judea, Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism John preached. You know about Jesus of Nazareth, who God appointed with the Holy Spirit and endowed with power. Jesus traveled around doing good and healing everyone oppressed by the devil because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did, both in Judea and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him up on the third day and allowed him to be seen, not by everyone, but by us. We are witnesses from God chose be chosen beforehand, that God chose beforehand, who ate and drank with him after God raised him from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one who God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell on everyone who heard the word. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. Then they heard them speaking in other languages and praising God. Peter asked, These people have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. Surely no one can stop them from being baptized in water, can they? So in other words, these individuals, when Paul, Peter finished speaking, they believed, they believed that this Christ, everything that Peter had presented, this was the Christ. They believed, and the minute they believed, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then, they began speaking in other languages. Then, these people have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. Surely, no one can stop them from being baptized with water, can they? So here, again, like with Paul, here are the three great experiences 
being born again believing by believing being baptized with the Holy Spirit just like Paul then being baptized in water you see how God presents this in the, the scriptures then later on in other scriptures you will see that some believe they're baptized in water then they receive the Holy Spirit the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be back to finish out the last hour. Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hey guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo Knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today or pick one up at RevoKnives.com. All right. Well, three hours gone. The uh, I know that it's difficult to stay for a full three-hour, uh, one time for three hours. This is why you can go to the podcast's 
on 1360khnc.com and then down to navigation to the podcast section and to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. During the week, I also host the Present Truth Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. And that's also on podcast. Uh, my contact information is Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Post Office Box Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Uh, thank you again. I appreciate your prayers, your gifts. Thank you. Um, now, in the first hour, I talked about how the Holy Spirit told me He was going to position me in geosynchronized orbit. God is going to also position you in the exact place. If you truly want to be the very best in the plan of God in this time, in this last decade, God will position you in geosynchronized orbit in the perfect place where you need to be. That is the place where you will have the most protection. You will have the most provision. You will be the most effective. You will be, uh, you will be a person uh, that is so used by the Holy Spirit. You, I don't know how to even explain it. But anyhow, this is God's will. It is His will that you know His will. It is His will that you be used in a mighty, mighty way. And this is what you want. This is what God has intended for you. He will position you perfectly where you need to be positioned. Again, I say this. It is not an accident you listen to this program. God is going to teach you what you need to learn for your future. That in itself should kind of grab you because He wants to instruct you. You need to be instructed. He's the best teacher. You just have to be the best student. So, for this week, God bless you. God keep you. God uh, teach you. May His Holy Spirit be upon you in a mighty, mighty way. And um, I will see you again next week at uh, 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I will be here again. And I'm going to continue along this vein of God wants to speak to you in visions, signs with signs, wonders. He wants to speak to you directly. He wants to speak to you in dreams. But you have to have the discernment to hear what He's saying and the interpretation to get the right understanding as to what He is speaking, what He wants you to do. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God keep you, and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you this week. Rick Rodriguez, goodbye. KHNC is proud to carry My Kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top-shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have pet tincture 
and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. At Off-Road Automotive,